three. Okay, listeners, it's Adrian Bow, and we're back with the Adrian Bow podcast, and it's episode 79, and I'm really pumped to bring to you my next guest, someone who I've got to know recently really well, fantastic real estate professional, uh, fantastic uh, human being. Um, it's Marco Fabrizio, who is one of the founders of Badger Fox Real Estate, someone who's burgeoning onto the scene and making a huge impact. Marco, how are you doing, buddy? Very well, mate. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, look, a lot of people have uh, have seen the brand pop up and uh, been asking themselves, I wonder what this is all about. It's a bit of a quirky name. Um, you know, you're in two different complete geographical precincts, one office in in Double Bay, another office in Padstow. Who are these guys? What's Badger Fox all about? Um, so uh, I, I, I know the story because, you know, you and I over the last couple of weeks have, have had a few cafes, as fellow Italians do, and, um, <laughs> and had a couple of good chats. And um, I'm surprised it's taken us this long to connect, but I'm really glad we have, and I, I, think, I think we'll be good, good mates for a while. So um, I really appreciate um, you connecting with me. Hey, um, so, so Badger Fox, let's, let's just talk about when it launched in Double Bay. How long ago was that now? We recently, uh, well, we're, we're looking at tipping nearly the four year mark. Yeah. It's gone quick. So yeah, we've been in business now for four years. Yep. Okay. But, um, and, yeah. And then, and then the second office in Padstow has been how long? Padstow's now been running for a little under 13 months. Got it. Okay. Fantastic. Now, um, the model is what I love and, and I'll explain it to my best ability and then, and then you, you, you just try and reiterate it or fill any gaps. But from, from, from what I understand, you're an outlier because you're not a franchise business and you're not a sort of a company owned business as such. You're a bit of a hybrid of both. So, what what it means is you you've got the original Badger Fox founders, but then each subsequent office and Padstow's the first of that template, and there's going to be many more. Like you've got um, huge plans to open a couple of hundred offices, which is very very exciting. Um, but each one of those offices, what you do is you bring in a senior agent, you offer them a partnership, and they've got skin in the game, and they help you grow that business. Um, and uh, obviously, they share in the rewards of that. Is that in, in summary, a simple um, explanation? In a nutshell, yeah, we're more so a franchise. So it's plug and play for a, for a potential principal. They would um, initially be on first point of contact majority of the time in terms of recruitment uh, of principals and helping that principal who could be an agent on a GCI of 500 to a million bucks a year. That's sort of the potential principals that I like to work with and help build their business around us. Um, essentially, we plug and play. We, they, they would come on board, partner up with myself and my two business partners, and we would go and roll out um, in the, the desired location that they would um, be happy to roll out in, obviously su- suburbs that they would be practicing their business in. And, um, and then I've got two case studies on it now with a third about to open in the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially we go and build a team around them. So my last office at Padstow was a, he was from a larger network, 10 years in the game. Everyone in the area knew him. 
managed to get a hold of him. We built a very strong relationship. He's also a paisano like us, Italian. Um, and within, you know, three to four months, we had state-of-the-art office, full plug and play, ready to go. And he was always just his own agent. He never had an EA. He never had a PA. He never had a, a rent roll. He never had any of that. And now he's got a team of 13 staff, um, a rent ro- roll that's growing weekly. Uh, and, you know, it's 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 been great. And, and I just want to copy paste and replicate that model so it's more a franchise versus a franchise mm. we're not here to just take royalties we sort of invest we co-invest from the get-go we fund practically a lot of the, the startup costs which is hard for a lot of business owners and and then we cash flow them through and off we go and we're running it, it really suits the criteria for what a lot of agents are looking for marco because as we both know, and me in particular, given I've been doing this for 32 years, is most agents reach a certain point and then they ask themselves, okay, what's next? Now, all that's been available to them in the past is to become a franchisee. Now, there's nothing particularly wrong with that. The only challenge is that they're salespeople and no, no one is really there to hand them a textbook on how to become a business owner. In fact, most really good sales agents are not the best business operators. And that's no disrespect to, to anyone because I coach a lot of them, a lot of them are my friends, and they, they'll probably admit it in the first you know, initial period, they had challenges and they had teething problems and, and they had to fail and then succeed and learn and fall flat on their face and make mistakes and everything. So what I see you doing is accelerating that fast track to success. And as you beautifully put it plug and play because the templates there the resources are there the fit outs there the 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 technologies there the support and the biggest part is the stock yeah got stock in practically in every state exclusive um we're we're backed by some of the biggest developers in the country and mm. we've got proven track record so it's not mm. like we're just trying to pick up and go you know the double bay office the boys are selling your big boy mansions with the mansions with the thirty and forty. You're just cutting out there, mate. Little price tags. We sold commercial buildings. You cut. You're cutting out, Marco. Um, so can you hear me? Is that yeah, better? Yeah. Can, yeah. Is that better? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll just keep it going. Yeah. So yeah, just um, you, when you just got up to when, you know, the, the boys are still selling big homes. Yeah. So the boys are, the boys have the track record for selling the multi-million dollar mansions and the, and the Eastern suburbs style properties. Um, my background is heavily focused on construction of apartments and development. And, you know, I've, I don't want to dive too much into that, but I've been a part of uh, several thousand units and completed them on time and on budget. And then I've got a very, very strong relationship with some of the biggest family, richest families and developers all throughout Australia because I've managed to travel all of Australia and the world over the last eight years um, at a corporate level, uh, working with institutional capital and, and high net worth families. And they all turn around now and look at me and they're like, man, we love what you're doing at Badger Fox with your partners. You're, just, you're going from strength to strength. We've been very quiet about it. We don't really put ourselves in the media every two days um, and we're not really success marketers. We're more so value adding 
to our customer and our customer is at the forefront of anything that we do. If you notice our business, we don't have anything for sale in any shop front. Um, our offices are beautifully appointed and interior designs, more so like a lounge room so our customers feel comfortable and they want to be there, they don't want to leave. Mm. And, and there's no agent's faces. It's not about the agent. It's about the customer, even to the extent of when the science, the sold sticker goes on a board. Um, it's not an agent's face. It's the customer's review, for example, like of what they, their experience. So we're trying to create a business, which we have, and we're continuing to better that daily because we're very involved. So myself, I'm personally working a lot on the business, not so much in the business. Um, because I find a lot of agents get stuck in sales mode and, mm. and it's, and it's not really all about being sales is just a bonus. Mm. Commissions are here today. They're gone tomorrow. Mm. Um, it's what value can you bring? What value can you add? And what sort of revenue can we produce? I'm a real revenue focused type of guy. All my, they're all built on revenue. I love revenue. I love cash flow. Even me and my wife, our property portfolio, if it doesn't produce cash flow, I don't want to borrow of it from day one. Same mm. as with my business partners in my other business. And, and, and I've really brought that mentality into the business. So I mentor every single one of our uh, staff members in, in all offices that we have and continuing to expand our new offices. Um, and we really help mold potential principles to really get out of that mentality of just being a sales agent. It's more so building a business and building the people around you, giving to the people. You know, I know I see it so many times agents be, will be a new agent will come into an office. He won't be even put on a board or on a mail card or on a listing. Mm. People walk into my office the next day. They're on a sign, they're on a signboard. They're on realestate.com. We want to build people up. We've got the stock. We've got the, uh, the branding and, and we've got the know-how. We've even getting a lot of walk-ins now just because people, whatever area we open up at, they really become quite uh, fond of our of our brand because we're not here to sell mm. we're here to help mm. and and helping individuals in the business and and, and the, you know as you said you got to keep failing 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 until you until you you nut it out business is up and down every day you can't just think it's going to be a normal day and get out there and just door knock a hundred homes go home to sleep if that's what you want to do you're not going to mm. really be able to create a lasting business mm. so yeah, yeah, it's an interesting paradigm and it's an interesting shift from the traditional thinking. Um, I mean, look, there are options to people. It's not just become a franchisee. They could become an independent as well, but that's got its own challenges, obviously, because um, the brand awareness might be low, the, the, the time of gaining traction might, might be a while. Um, I mean, the fact that, that the funding and the technology and the mentoring from your side of things is, is I think is, is, is a, is a huge value add. And, and you're right in what you say is that you're not necessarily in the papers or success marketing a lot because, you know, you've been in double Bay for four years. I've driven past and parked there outside your office, you know, a hundred times over those few years, but your name, I actually never knew. Do you know what I mean? So that, that's a good and a bad thing, I think. So from your point of view, you're saying it's a good thing because it's all about the customer. Some brands yeah. say it's all about the agent. Other brands say it's all about the brand. But, yeah, you're, you're, you're the only person I've heard say, look, 
It's not about the brand. It's not about the agent. It's actually about the customer. So, and 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 I'm a pretty good barometer, Marco, because I'm in the market every day. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So you're so, you're, the, you're you're a legend in the game. <laughs> Thanks, my man. So it's actually a compliment to you that I didn't know about you, and and now that I've met you, and and you know you, you you're still a very young guy. Like how how old are you again? I'm thirty years old. 30, yeah. Like what you've managed to achieve, um, which we might sort of just talk about briefly now, um, you know, because you, you started in a, in a construction family. Um, you literally left school and worked all your school holidays, you know, in, 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 you know, in your boots and your, and, and your gear, you know, pouring concrete, you know, like, like, a, like a good Italian boy. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that you had no school holidays and then as soon as you left school, you were straight into it. And you were sort of destined to follow in your father's footsteps, you know, but, but then something changed, you know, tell us about that. Oh, look, I've, uh, I've managed to be very blessed that I've always been around um, older, wiser property people, mm. different type of property people, the people that I've grown up around. I didn't come from wealth at all, but the people I managed to surround myself with were the guys that came from Italy, from Lebanon, um, from all those countries all throughout Europe and, and um, Middle East where they came here with a suitcase and some people came with no shoes. Some people fell off board and their family members died on the way here 32 days or however many days it took them to get here. Mm. And, and they came here and started with nothing. And now a lot of them I know hang out with them. They all come to my wedding. I go to their weddings. We're very, very close friends. Mm. They're all worth hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars through property. It's a very hard thing to do nowadays, mm. but I managed to really um, sponge off those people. Like every mm. week I sit with a billionaire um, in his office and he owns towers in Sydney CBD in Martin place. And I sit down with him and it's, and, and he, 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 he loves me because I'm, I'm I've, ever since he met me, I'm just always like, how do I do this? How do I get that? How do I track this? How can I do this? Cause I'm not going to just hang out with a billionaire just to hang out with a billionaire. I'm like going to hang out with a billionaire so he can show me how I'm going to go and get what I want to get. Mm. Because I'm not saying that I'm going to sit here and say, I want to be a billionaire. Whatever I put my mind out to get. In fact, I just attract it. It's everything. I said to everybody that I was going to have an office in Padstow 10 years ago. They all said, I'm crazy. It took 10 years. And he, and, and he taught me this because he's like, mate, I didn't get the pony. This guy plays polo in his front yard. That's how rich he is. He can imagine holding a polo tournament in his front yard. He said, I didn't get the pony till I was 40. You know, it takes time and patience. And it's all about the long game. And, and, and we're very much long game thinkers in our business. Mm. Um, it's slow growth. I could turn around right now and buy 10,000 uh, managements. I really can. And I can access the funding for it. Like this week alone, I settled a $72 million deal. I didn't put in the papers, didn't talk about it. And not only did I settle a $72 million deal finance-wise for a development, I've now signed exclusive on that same deal for Badger Fox, another $100 million. That's $172 million. Mm. And I did that because of a relationship. And the funny thing was, the client that I've served so many times came to me three weeks ago and said, Marco, I need money. And at the time, I was on a bus going interstate to one of the biggest developers in Canberra. Their name's Geocon. They're huge. They're literally building Canberra. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows Geocon. Everyone knows yeah. them. So mm. the CEO, I interviewed the CEO in front of 65 people. Those 65 people I put on a tour bus, took them down to Canberra 
and a lot of them invested there and a lot of them invested in Sydney when they got back because they were like, you know what, maybe Canberra is down the track. I want to buy first home now and I got them into another investment because I invested in my business. I invested in time and when I was on the bus, the guy called me and said, can I, I need money. That's the deal I just done for 72 mil. I sort of deflected it because I was on a bus with 65 people trying to help them build their wealth through property and educating them about the apartment game. Cause I know apartments more than anyone I've built them. I've, I've been building them for 14 years and that's not a long time. But if you're uh, any practitioner who's been doing something every day, uh, repeating that process every day for more than what is it? Five or seven years. They're a professional. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional when it comes to apartments. Mm-hmm. I know everything about them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that gives me an advantage. Um, it gives me an advantage for my, for my potential principals and my potential agents that come and work with me because I, I have an unlimited amount of stock that's mm. always there for both rent and for both sales. Mm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and a lot of the time, we don't even need to... They're all exclusive. You won't see any of my, uh, my projects that I'm selling with CGIs. Mm. We, we, we market it quite differently because CGIs, people just flick through them on realestate.com. They don't want to know about them. Mm. Uh, they're quite scary to buy a, an off the plan unit. So mm. we're giving a lot of education. So on that seminar, for example, 65 people, by the end of the day, they all know about apartments now intricately, how, that, mm. how it was built, how it was designed, why it was designed this way, who the architect was, who the borrower, who the borrower of the debt that's actually completing the stock. Mm. And, they, and we're trying to educate them on, you can buy apartments that are amazing. The most expensive apartment in the world is the most expensive property. The most expensive property in Australia is an apartment in Barangaroo. Mm, the most, mm. the richest man in our country is Harry Triggerboff. He owns units. So units can't be that bad. You just mm. got to do your DD and understand who you're buying from. Yeah. That's I just think they've, they've, I think just think they've had a bad rap, you know, obviously had a bad rap. just, just through mascot towers, Opal towers, but look, they're, they're, they're anomalies and, and Opal towers as, as you've informed me now is, is, is probably one of the best buildings around since they've, they've rectified. The issue. Believe so. It was an engineering fault that happened and everyone's back in their building and it's great. But more of the story is, to go back, I went off tangent a bit. Sorry about that. But to go no, off no the problem. not success marketing, if I put that in the papers, I think that's a big deal. $175 million, 75 on the finance, oh, 72 yeah. on the finance and $100 million exclusive to start taking it to market next Monday mm. and go mm. along with a $3.2 million display suite. And I'm going to go and open up an office around it. Mm. Mm. So I've got, and I can do that right now, five times over. I've got a mm. pipeline in my other business that's feeding Badger Fox. Mm. So mm. it works in sync. And then I build the right team. And off the back of that, we're now in the marketplace that wherever that project is, and it can ripple through the market. And then we can start getting houses, open homes on the weekend, property management, and obviously whoever we sell to. And I don't really say sell, but whoever we help get into one and acquire an investment, because usually half the time it's either a downsizer, but majority of the stuff is investment and all the stuff that I'm developing or a part of in mm. the financial aspect or the selling aspect, they're all cash flow positive. Mm. Like I'm doing some amazing deals for my customers where they're practically getting their deposit back on entering the property and they've got rental guarantees. Mm. So we're more so building cash flow, taking customers from one property to five to 10 to then replace their income. That's a big part of our business as well as, marketing a house and taking it to auction and selling it for 10 mil or five mil or even for old Jan and Susan down in, 
bloody mm. pads though to sell mm. a house for a million mm. bucks. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all about the customer service mm. and, and the experience that our people leave behind. Mm. But there's definitely an additional layer that you've got that the, the suburban traditional real estate office is not going to be able to offer, which is that, that the contacts of the level of project marketing stock, let's call it for the lack of a better term, whether it's Geocon in Canberra, whether it's, you know, wherever, wherever it might be, but, but you're literally taking, you know, people on a bus ride to Canberra. And I know you told me out of the 60 odd people that were on that bus, you know, I think you said 50% of them actually purchased, purchased a property, right? 50% of the bus mm. have invested in property off the mm. back of that. And the best part about it also is, is just from that one investment tour, not only have I got three more busloads enrolled, ready to go interstate to other places, mm. um, but I'm getting walk-ins. Yesterday, I had a walk-in into my Padstow office, people mm. saying, hi, um, another local agent, who I don't know who he is, but if he's listening, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was um, sitting at, a, at an open home and, and a guy mentioned to him, Oh, you know, I was in Canberra last week and I, I really think the property market's booming over there. He goes, well, you know what? Marco down there, Badger Fox, he took 65 people. You're breaking up again, mate. should go there and see. Called me up. He's buying three apartments in one one off me and stuff for 25 years. He goes, I can't believe another agent has referred you from comes down to giving so much value. Mm, mm, mm. yeah it's incredible like you know to to have access to that amount of stock that your agents can have the ability to work on immediately and also also to add value to your existing clients who you might be selling their home for or or they might be looking to buy but but just have a new fresh offering to them where it's like do you know you can buy a unit in Canberra or Melbourne, whatever it is, with with a with a rental guarantee and have it positively geared, for example. You know, so I think I think that's 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 critical and and something that's that's obviously a massive point of difference. You know, um, we've got the full turn circle, yeah. Buyers agency in house, um, so we're, we're even some of my staff now are even buying themselves mm, mm. and their agents. So I call them buyers agents because they're buying the stuff themselves <laughs> as well. So I yeah. To- a lot of the people within our business and all the potential principals and all the other agents that come aboard, yeah. I want them to invest in property. You're in yeah. the property game and you don't own property. What mm-hmm. sort of advice can you give someone if you don't own property? You're sort of standing there like a stunned mullet then, I think. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the, the best thing John McGrath taught me, you know, when I first joined was, mate, go, go and buy and sell a piece of real estate yourself, uh, yeah. which, which I did, you know, very, very quickly because there's no level of empathy and understanding and care like you will have if you've actually been on both sides of the fence in terms of buying and selling when you're doing the transaction, you know, and I found that to be extremely you know, accurate at the time. Um, so mate, look at, at the age of 30, you, you, you've achieved a lot. You're a very humble guy. You don't talk about it. You don't advertise it, but obviously, you know, you've got Badger Fox, which is, which is, uh, uh, you're calling it a very slow burn and you've got your own reasons for that. Um, but in saying that you, you, you've got very optimistic plans for, for the volume of, of offices, which is, which is fantastic, but you, you want it, you want it to do it, to do it slowly and you've got your reasons, but you, you're involved in some other businesses. Just tell us about each of those other businesses as well. Yeah. So um, I've sort of wear a couple of different hats but um, 
at the moment, I've, well, I've, I've got a company, it's a finance, can you hear me well? Yes. Yeah. I've got a finance business, which, uh, which I founded uh, around six years ago. Um, and we, we, uh, we rep- it's only just, it was myself. At one stage I had about 12 staff and then I realized it's just a business that is dependent on me because what the business is, is we represent three of the richest families in Australia mm-hmm. and we bring property developers to their door, mm-hmm. literally their house or their office, their, their family, family capital. Um, who I've got tremendous relationships with and I've delivered many times over. And like the, the deal I just mentioned, they'll, they'll, I'll, I'll arrange and structure the debt on their behalf. I'll, I'll issue terms on behalf of the family to my customer, which would be a property developer. Mm-hmm. And our, our, our model is we help developers acquire lands and we give them the capital for it, uh, more so leverage than what a bank would and quicker. And then we can instantly roll the facility into a construction loan. Um, and we've done several billion bucks. Um, and it's, it's, it's been a long process as well. And now it's gotten to the point where I've delivered so many times for so many developers where when they first met me, they were laughing. They're like, you don't even have a hair on your chin. How are you going to pull me $15 million? And I, pull, and I get them in my car at a cafe, drive them into the city. And I get a check written for them within 24 hours for 15 million bucks. Mm-hmm. And then when you do that for someone and deliver that sort of expectation or that sort of experience, should I say that quickly and that swiftly, mm-hmm. plus knowing so much about construction. So it's finance for apartments mm-hmm. and, and I blew every broker out of the park because they don't know if they're just finance dudes. They don't know construction. They don't have concrete in their blood pumping mm-hmm. through it like I do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's another advantage that I had. And I'm known in that marketplace as some of the top tier real estate agents in, in our marketplace. You know, there's some famous agents like yourself, mm. like your Maddie Steinways, like your Gavin Rubensteins, like mm. all the big players that we all know and respect who are absolute animals. And they know that they'll always deliver the right outcome mm. in my field. I believe I'm one of those people because mm. I just mentioned it then I, my pipeline just for the next quarter is, is tipping over half a billion. I've got, terms getting issued left, right and center. So we issue, we, we fund hotels, we fund commercial A grade and B grade buildings, we fund industrial, we, we have an acquisition fund, which helps developers and partners with them. And we'll, we'll, we, we just gave one client 200 million. He has to go out and buy sites. Um, and then we own 50% of the land, the family does. And I, and I mitigate that and arrange it for them. So I'm the middleman. Um, and then because I've been doing it so many times now, it's eventuated where, I've stepped away from being the middleman and now I'm a chief investment officer um, for a development company who I've been working very closely with for seven years. And I'm also a business partner now and I obtain the finance. I don't charge fees. So I'll do it. I just done a deal for the company for 30 million and I would have normally charged 1%, which is a good fee mm-hmm. in its own right. I said to them, I'm not here for the fees. I want to be involved in the business. I want to take it, expand it, grow it, be involved in the development. I'm more so curious on making the, being a part of the thing. So I've consulted to many developers, but now the consulting game's gone and I'm just working as a CIO for a developer and that's um, going to be launched in the next month or so. It'll be known in my marketplace that I'm now exclusive to just one developer where I was, exclu- I was working with a lot of developers. So, so yeah, 
we do a lot of that stuff. We build, we, we develop, um, we do build to rent. And, and yeah, we've got a great pipeline, a couple hundred units in the, coming out of the ground as we speak. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and a couple hundred more units in the pipeline for the end of the year to come out of the ground also that we're designing and going through the interior design and dealing with council and, and all the, those, those, uh, those uh, exercises that we have to go through. Mm, amazing. And, and, and what's another business that you're involved in as well? Oh, look, it got to a stage where I'd fi- finance a, a $50 million loan or $40 million loan, whatever it was. And then I'd say, okay, I'll take the sales. They're like, Marco, sure, take it. You just mm-hmm. delivered. You'll mm-hmm. deliver again. I believe in you. I'm like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. And then I'd, I'd have the schedule of costs. So I would start to understand what things are, are costing in there in the developers breakdown. I'll say, you know, you're getting your build, your builders charging your fucking arm and a leg here. Sorry for swearing. No an absolute arm and a leg here. I, I believe I, I can I can help you there, and then mm. I'd slot a builder in, and we'd build it at a better rate, and mm. we'd deliver it quicker. So I'm involved in a building company, mm. and I say to him, "Why are you spending six or seven or a million dollars on your marketing? Mm. You know, mm. I, I think we can do it a bit sharper. Mm. We've got a we've got a media business called Tier One Media, which deals with the Tier One subcontractors, real estate agencies." Um, developers, we do CGI's, uh, computer-generated images of what the project will look like. That's the next business I was going to ask you about, the media. So you help a lot of um, subcontractors, plumbers, electricians set up websites, do marketing, because that, that not a lot of them are very uh, yeah. have a lot of expertise in that area, right? So you, just, that's just yeah. more of a hobby hobby business. Got a, got a, 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 a small, nimble team that deliver. They do all the marketing for me personally and for even for Badger Fox on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. So we'll, we'll help out an electrician, rebrand him, kit him up and put him to a tier one builder and, and help him win a job because we've made him look better. It's all about presentation. Um, right. but it's mainly uh, built and designed to just market our own things internally. Mm, mm, amazing. Any other businesses, mate? That, or, or we've covered them all now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty... There was, there, 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 I've just got, I'm involved in the full ecosystem in the construction and development. And when you really peel it all back, there's a lot involved. The most lucrative, to be honest, is um, the real estate. Yeah. As in the agent. The Mm -hmm. agent in that whole ecosystem is the most lucrative position to be in. Mm. You know, you're Mm. looking at a builder, right? A builder will go and take the risk of $100 million on his head, put Mm. bank guarantees up, Mm. have not no sleep at night and he has to build it and he'll make a 5% margin. Mm. Okay. A 5% margin is great, but the real estate agent gets to go to sleep, wake mm. up, drive his nice car to a nice property, mm. sell out a hundred mil and walk out clean with a couple million dollars and have no risk on his head. He didn't have to borrow anything. He just had to stand mm. there and, and negotiate mm. and any, any most of the time had inquiry. Mm. The last three, four years has been dead in that space. But being so heavily involved in, I'm really seeing it come to life at the moment. It's it's very very um, it's very mm. good to see this part awesome. of the game coming back because it's affordable. Mm. Australia's becoming so unaffordable in the housing sector. Apartments are just going to come out of the ground soon. Mm. Mm. And and is it more because we're just running out of land? Is it more because post COVID, which just it's going to be more vertical living, more security? Is that is that your vision? Oh look, I feel. I, I went through a stage where I was acquiring house and house and house and I thought that was the right thing to do and I was focused on equity like I want to get as much equity as possible and I soon realized that I had to keep paying myself more and more of a salary 
so I could keep unlocking and servicing that equity. Yeah. Um, whereas on the other side of the spectrum, if you're if you're going to go buy a house for seven hundred and five thousand, and it's an old shitty house in the burbs, mm. right? It's not an old shitty house, but it's an old forty-year-old house. Mm. You're going to buy. You're going to put down two hundred grand plus stamp duty, mm-hmm. and then you're going to Going to go in there. You're going to be paying a mortgage from day one. And when I was doing it, it was more fives, fives and seven percent rates. Now all these, all these kids are blessed. They're getting one point nine eight and two percenters, and some of them are getting into property for nothing because they're first home buyers, which is going to evaporate at the end of this month. But uh, what I'm more versed on now is building cash flow. Cash flow is where it's at. You hear it so many times in all the books and all the rich people always say cash, cash flow is king. Mm-hmm. People are so caught up on equity. Buy a house, throw as much money back into it. And then go back and try and buy, uh, borrow out of it and then realize that they can't even service the equity that's locked in their own home mm-hmm. versus every time you have 60, 70,000 laying around, buy an asset. Don't buy a liability. Buy a unit for 400 grand. That's going to yield 7 or 8%. Go on 10% in LMI. What do you want to put 20% down? I'm all about putting as less out as possible and getting the maximum return on anything I do. So that's where... I think we're going to really put a lot of our focus in our business now is into helping people build cash flow yeah. in their yeah. portfolios, yeah. which is exciting. Well, especially now, you know, buying property in your super fund, that yield yield is actually more important than, than capital growth, I suppose, in that. Capital growth is just a bonus. Mm-hmm. Hold a property on a 5% year, uh, 5% capital growth rate year on year, which is most standard suburbs. Mm-hmm. Hold it for 10 years, you double your asset. Mm-hmm. For doing nothing. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so going back to, to Badger Fox, um, <laughs> so so what are some of the geographical areas next that you've got your eyes on? Talking with very, very close friends of mine at the moment, really uh, looking to get into uh, Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, into the high-end market down there, and also into the commercial area because I've got a lot of friends and family in Melbourne obviously Italians and a lot of landowners. Mm-hmm. And I've done a lot of finance deals in Melbourne mm-hmm. um, for some of the big players down there. They all have seen what I've done. They all believe in the brand. Yeah, I'm losing you again, Marco. You there, man? I've got plenty of meetings with agents in Melbourne too fast. It's all about just happens, it happens, but I really believe we'll, we'll be there Central Coast very shortly also. Can you hear me? Yeah, you, but you Hello? cut out for a while, mate. You cut out for a yeah, while. Sorry, did you, did you hear what I was saying about Melbourne? Me- Melbourne, then Central Coast, yeah. Yeah, cent- uh, Central Coast uh, is on the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of other uh, Southwests and, and Greater Western Sydney offices on the cards. Um, mm-hmm. I would not mind going down to the Shire. I really like it there. I grew up there between Dev Sports. So I love the Shire. Mm-hmm. I own property in the Shire also. So I really like it down there. Mm-hmm. Um, my business partners really want to slowly, slowly expand our Double Bay office. You know, we're going to be going into a new office shortly and, and expanding our team down there. So it's a big mm-hmm. focus point there also. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really want to start building out a corporate office in the city. Um, that's going to really focus down on, on, on the commercial and even funding. So we'll, like, you know, Ray White has white partners. Mm-hmm. We, we, we also have several families that want to invest. Uh, and I've got a couple of guys that have run funds at a serious level for the last 20, 30 years who 
who love what we're doing. And, and that could be definitely on the cards also. And then slowly, slowly filter out through as many suburbs as we can. It's a long game. If I can turn back with my two partners in 50 years and we've got 50 offices and opened one a year, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I've got 50 rent rolls with my partners and, we can, and, and, we've, and we've built something and we leave a legacy. I'll be happy with that. It doesn't mm. have to be 1,000. doesn't have to be 50. If we get to 25, I think that's a pretty solid run too. Um, mm-hmm. But slow growth, enjoy our days. I want to have fun. I spend a lot of time with my kids. It's mm-hmm. not all about the money. It's, mm-hmm. You've got to have fun too and you've got to have a life. Mm-hmm. And we give a lot of that to our staff too. You know, Our staff, we want them to... So yeah, grind it out and, and bust their ass every day, but you, you want to have fun too, you know? Mm. You want to you wanna have a life too. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And that's that's something that, that we all as an industry need to embrace because we can go into overwhelm. We can work too many hours. Um, you know, we can cannibalise our family time and there's consequences, you know? There's divorce rates high, depression rates high, um, and it's, it's avoidable and it's, and it's unnecessary, um, but there needs to be awareness around it. And, and that's why I've launched my Real Estate Academy, um, which, you know, if you go to my website, adrianbow.com, go to Academy, 68 bucks a month. You can sign up. You get heaps of content through me personally. And part of the proceeds go to Beyond Blue um, just to help raise awareness uh, for mental health in our industry because me doing a lot of coaching you know, I'm just aware that a lot of people I'm talking with, they end up becoming counselling sessions, which is fine because I am equipped to deal with it, um, given that I've studied stoicism, which is really like the, the, the antiquated form of the current um, psychology, uh, which is cognitive behavioural therapy. It's not positive thinking. It's, it's more sort of pragmatic and scientific based. So I am yeah. equipped to deal with it, but it's still epidemic in our industry and it's something that we need to, um, need to address. And that's why I've set up the Academy. So if you're not an Academy member, jump onto adrianbow.com, go to Academy, sign up today. You'll get heaps of content value out and you'll also be donating to Beyond Blue, which is a, which is a great initiative. Um, so I love the fact that, that, that you've mentioned that, Marco, because... Yeah, it sounds like, you know, your your day and I know, you know, you're saying you're working on the business, in the business and you've got wearing all these hats, you know, I'm thinking to myself, how how would you find time to spend with your family? But but obviously the way I look at life is, is not dissimilar to the way you look at it, which is real estate is, is a game where you add value to clients. But if you're good at the game, your real life, which is your family, your health, social life, that's what ends up benefiting. And I think that's, yeah, I think we're, we're in sync as far as that's concerned, you know. Um, Family's at the top of my pyramid, mate. My daughters are everything and my wife, they're at the very, very top and everything else is underneath it. them and God and then obviously uh, business and, 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 and then friends and all that. But I don't really have too many, my friends and my business partners and people that I do business with, uh, you're a product of your environment, whoever you surround yourself with, you become, I guess. Yeah, and I'm blessed enough to be hanging out with the right people as well as yourself. You know, you're 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 one of the best in the game. But what people don't really understand is, is because you're experienced, mate. You've been around the block. You've been doing this nearly 30 years. Yeah, over over 32 years. Yeah. Mm. So people mm. turn around to me sometimes. Old blokes are sitting with a, a husband and wife and their kid. Their kid was buying an investment off me the other day in the boardroom. The dad turns around to me and goes, "Mate, you're an old soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, just the way you're." 
you're equipped and, the, and how you're talking, you remind me of the old Italian wogs uh, <laughs> that I used to go to school with that are all heavily involved in concrete and property. And this, oh, well, that's who I surrounded myself with. So mm. we're very, you, know, you got to be very humble in, in, in your approach. And I feel that experience pays more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, experience. You know yeah. what? Just talking about family, my daughter has just woken up, and I just got to pick her up and drop her off right next door. So, do you reckon we can put this on hold for literally one minute? Mate, well, I think, well, I think we'll it. just wrap. I think we'll just wrap up. I think we'll yeah, wrap up. That, wrap that's up. That, that's been that's been Thank a great you. great session. Hello. And <laughs> do you want to say hello to Bowie? Say hi. <laughs> say, say hi, hi to all, all the listeners. And um, what's her name? What's your daughter's name? Veronica. Little Veronica. Veronica. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we can't see her, but we can't see her, but we can we can feel feel the love. So, yeah. mate, Marco, listen, mate, we really appreciate your time. All the best with Badger Fox. I love I love the stuff that you're doing. Um, you know, I, I love the stuff that everyone's doing in the industry. And mate, I love the franchise world. I love the independence, and I love your space. You know, because there's there's something for everyone. You know, so. I really appreciate you sharing your story. Uh, I see big things in store for you and your business. And, um, mate, thanks so so much for your time. Mate, thank you. And um, you're a gentleman. I appreciate your time. And I appreciate you having me on the show. No worries, mate. Give give Veronica a big hug from all the Adrian Bow podcast listeners. Yeah, she's on the trampoline and I'm going to jump on the trampoline for another hour and she can't get her off it. Once she goes on, you can't get her off. So Good luck to you, thank man. you, Good thank you, mate. You. We'll catch up for another cafe in the, yeah. in the next week or so. All right, hundred percent. Good on you, Marco. Ciao, ciao, ciao. ciao. ciao.